Life's full of tough questions. We're drinking while we try to figure them out. I'm Trey. And I'm Paul. Welcome to Tipsy Theology. All right, Paul. How you doing? Dude, I'm I'm doing okay. We got Jamie here. <laughs> Jamie's we got in our the guest, studio. We got our guest Jamie in the studio. First guest on the podcast, we got Jamie from Ireland. <laughs> Welcome, my boy. <laughs> now, Jamie, I got to ask you, are you excited about St. Patty's Day? So am I allowed to do an Irish accent? Oh, or is please. That... No. No. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to get me in no. trouble or not. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. I just don't want to hear you try. Dude, I've got a straight up, I've got a straight up, uh, not a good one. It's more of like the leprechaun accent, so it's probably going to offend everybody. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Ooh, that's Jameson. Yeah, I wanted to take a break there, right, just right there, just, just so our listeners would know how much I enjoyed that. Yeah. Honestly, a little bit of a moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence for the James. I can take that for you. That's one thing I do enjoy about Jameson. It's always just a solid shot. It's nice to mix into things too. It's just like I love having it around. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, go ahead and get that. Uh, get that tequila ready, and then I'm gonna... had, This is like my favorite tequila. It's so good. I've only had a few. Trey turned me onto this one. Uh, he, the bottle looks sweet. Yeah, I bought it for the bottle. Yeah. me. Well, I bought it two reasons. One, because it was like really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Second, because the bottle looks sweet. <laughs> and it was on sale. It was on sale. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. I was like, I can get into this. So I had I had a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty obvious re- revelation for why we're doing this podcast today. Yeah. So I, I'm, a, I'm a substitute, right? Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with high schoolers during the day. Nice. Um... And, you know, I don't try to talk about religion in class because I don't think I'm supposed to. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, you know, I've got my ministry degree now. And these kids, they, they're, 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 uh, they're pretty intrigued with me because... They want to know about Mr. Trey. They want to know about Mr. Hinkle, you know. <laughs> and is it, do they call you Mr. Hinkle? Or they, they call me Mr. Hinkle strictly. I don't tell them what my first name is. Okay. A couple of them know because they know me out of school from, like, church got and it. stuff. But I tell them not to tell other people. It's like, it's our secret try to be a little <laughs> a little enigma that they gotta yeah. try to figure out you know <laughs> mysterious <laughs> so when they're not focused on their homework they can focus on <laughs> okay th- those kids don't do anything when i'm there i'm like y'all y'all should probably do your work <laughs> make sure oh at least you're telling them to do their work i tell them to do the work i'm like i was I, like what if what if someone from your school my hands are clean <laughs> my hands are clean <laughs> no it's every other class is good Okay, that's good. But, it, it, but here's the fun thing, is the worst students are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's a level of excitement they can bring to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they also get on my nerves a lot, and they drain me. Oh, man, they drain oh, me. Oh, man. But I don't. And so there's one student I had today who I've had a couple of times now, and there's another student today who's like, a little, a little bit of a humble brag here. He's like, dude, you're like the chillest professor ever. Well, not professor. They don't say that till college. Teacher. That's fair. You're like the chillest. But you're starting them early. You're, you're like, starting them early. You're like the chillest substitute. And I'm like, yeah, except for this class, because this kid right here, I'm getting on him all day long. <laughs> you're like, that's awesome. Now do your work. <laughs> and I pick. He's my favorite. So you know, I gotta. That's awesome. <laughs> I gotta look out for him by making sure he's on task, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so these kids. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll take an interest in me, and they're trying to figure me out. And they're like, "All right, so you just graduated college. What was your degree?" And I'm like, "Oh no, here we go." <laughs> so it always leads to some questions. I'm like, "Is it possible to avoid religion in school when your <laughs> degree? It's inevitable. In it's religion. like, hey, what do you do out? Anytime you're not in this school, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm probably at church or doing the podcast. <laughs> Where we talk? We talk about God." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, cool. Tell me more. I really can't. I, no. <laughs> like, I would love to. But <laughs> See, I want to keep working. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, yeah, ministry. 
And then, so that always entails more questions. Usually it's like yeah. a, yeah, a lot of kids go to church. So then they hear that and like, oh, I can identify with you. Yeah. Me and you, man, we're a team. We're we a team. It. And I'm like, no, we're not a team. We're not a team. <laughs> not these other sinners here. <laughs> Anyways. But I mean, it's like, they're well-meaning too, I think in a lot of ways, because it's like, oh, they're Kids are curious, which is good. Exactly. And which it's is, like they're yeah. curious about something that they don't often hear about sometimes. Well, what I liked about this kid was he was extremely curious, but then he was still very, like, stuck in this binary way of thinking, like mm. black and white. And so, so which is what I'm getting at here is, like, what I what I, what made me think about the podcast was uh, the question came up. He asked me, he was like, do your religious beliefs, well, because first we talked about religion for a while, and he was like, oh, that's too too controversial. Let's move on to politics. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he it's asked like me, what's more controversial <laughs> religion or politics paul they're the same thing it's exactly the same <laughs> the same thing and i'll tell you why it all goes into what i'm saying here hmm. and so he asked me he said do your religious views influence your politics hmm. and i said oh extremely and he said oh so you're conservative. <laughs> and I was like, nope. And so that's it. You know, don't need to add any more to that story, but like, it's like, but you know where the other side comes into then? You can't, you can't force Christianity into a box like that. And yeah. I think, you know, there's a, there's evangelicals have the, the biggest population in our country of Christians right now. So they, they kind of shape the way Christianity is perceived in the West. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. So. Yeah, that's fair. And it is kind of that either or, I think, in a lot of ways. You're either this or you're this. Yeah. That's, that, and there's nothing in between there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, so if, are you right-leaning? No. Oh, then you're left-leaning. No. Yeah, because well, he then followed what, up and he was like, you're left-leaning? You? And I was like, uh, not yeah. really. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Uh, it, it depends on who who's asking, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. You would, on probably, the topic. You, you would probably say so. I probably wouldn't. That's That's okay. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, let's drink this tequila. We got tequila. <laughs> yeah, there's like a good like oak. Yeah, to that. That is yeah. It's it's interesting. We're taking these shots of different liquor, which you're not supposed to do, but you know we're yeah. mixing all these shots together. It's 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 interesting how it changes the flavor profile. It kind of does. Remember when we were sipping on that tequila the other day, and it was very vanilla. -y. It really was. I'm tasting saltiness now. Especially after that Jameson. There's like a savory flavor to it. <laughs> We're yeah. getting laughed at. <laughs> but yeah, because I remember, yeah, when we drank it, it was like, this is super vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not I, we vanilla. gave it like an A vanilla at the time. Yeah. Today I'm thinking more like five or six. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, I'm just getting more of like an oak to that or something. Wait. Okay, so we've taken two shots so far. Yeah, we, we have. We gotta find what's next, Paul. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> I can't say fan favorite because I. <laughs> we got it's St. Patty's Day, or it's getting close. It's getting close. This podcast will probably come out a little bit after St. Patty's. Day. It'll be after St. Patty's Day, <laughs> but no, we were well-meaning, and this is green, and also we like it. <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> so what are we drinking? We got absinthe. Oh. So the first time I had absinthe, it's like sealed on here, man. The first time I had this was our unofficial podcast, and this will be the second time I've ever had this before. And leading up to it, Trey told me a story about it, about the legality of absinthe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was illegal from- <laughs> It's like, from was it like 2004 or like Super early 1900s all the way to like 2006 or something like that. That's insane. About 100 years, almost 100 years. Hmm. Ooh. And today we're we're drinking on the podcast, and here we are. Here we are, yeah. Because isn't it crazy how times change? Yeah. What a great look right there, too. We went from illegal to prohibition of all alcohol. Yeah. To to Christians drinking alcohol. Here we are, <sighs> talking about God. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. It is kind of a weird journey that everyone's we've. I guess we've been on in that sense. Well, it just goes to show how much the culture uh, yeah. <laughs> still influences Christianity no matter how much they want to fight the culture I think that's, and make it a war. That's true. 
that's an important point too. The fact of how intertwined those things can be, mm-hmm. and just tradition on top of that too. Yeah. Is it right or wrong? <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> All right, let's let's take the shot and then like let's get into it. I'm, I'm ready to I'm, get into I'm it. I'm ready to get into it. I'm really ready. Here, cheers. Cheers, man. <laughs> That's mouthwash. <laughs> and we said that I said that last time. So, because I know you guys haven't seen it, it's not posted. But the joke I made after I had that, I was like, it tastes like Listerine. <laughs> like I don't, I don't brush my teeth anymore. I just take a shot take, of absinthe. Yeah, before one shot bed. in the morning, one shot at night. That's Good right. to go. My teeth are sparkling it's clean. Sparkling clean. Anyways, man, you want to pour us today? Yeah, I'll you pour. pour it. I'll pour. You tell us uh, what we're talking about today. Yeah, so today we wanted to talk about judging. What do you mean by that? It's There's a lot of ways to take it, for sure. I know one of the biggest things we wanted to look at, I mean, think of how the best way to say this, too, is like there's a stigma around Christians. Yeah. You know, they're they're known as very judgmental people in a lot of ways. And I think that's an issue. So... We want to spend some time talking about that. What what does that mean? Why does that why is that the case in some ways? What can we do to f- resolve that, fix that, hmm. be better at it, be better? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess kind of talking about that. What do we think about that? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I'm interested in the way you phrase that. Because hmm. I don't. <laughs> Christians are. Very judgmental people. And I wonder, it's not because they're Christians. I want to go ahead and say that. I think it's more along the lines of the kinds of people that become Christians. I think we're we're Mm. dealing with with, uh, people that are temperamentally leaned towards Mm. um, more dogmatic lifestyle. People that require more rules. They find Mm. themselves in the West. Well, what offers the most rules? The Christian religion. Yeah. So they, they verge on, you know, fundamental Christianity. Um, yeah, I could say it like in a very blatant way for me, and I'll try to fix it later, probably <laughs> in some ways. But it's the sense of there's a I'll say personality that is when I am viewed when I view myself in a moral high ground, mm. I'm better than everyone else mm-hmm. who doesn't fit my idea of a moral high ground. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of it comes to, which, which is what you're saying. So I think we all kind of were. In our own way, we definitely have those points. Most people are kind of predisposed to, to finding a, a, a moral high ground to, to climb up on. Because, you know, it's not like a mm-hmm. conservative problem. Liberals do the same thing. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, that's the whole thing is, like, we compare ourselves based on other people. We, we, we gauge how we're doing often, whether it's subconscious or consciously, mm. How how is someone else compared to me? Am yeah. I doing okay? Mm-hmm. Well, this person, you know, killed somebody, so I'm better than him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I because mean, I haven't if, done that. If you want to, if you want a moral high ground, compare yourself to the worst person right? you can find. You're gonna feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that. Yeah, I'll go on the record right now. <laughs> say I haven't killed anybody. <laughs> Let's drink these beers. Yeah, I already took a sip. I'm sorry. Oh no! So this is the Rome City. Rome City from Brew Hub. Brew Hub Rome City IPA. I like it. Yeah, it's super drinkable. Yeah, so this is the IPA, but it's got kind of a... It's, it kind of reminds me of like a little bit of like a shandy kind of thing, too. It's got... not a, No, a sour. Sorry, not a, not a shandy. A sour. I'm still disagreeing with you. There's that... You can disagree for sure, but there's that note of it. For some reason, for me, it's kind of giving me that like little bit of like sour note to it. Mm-hmm. It's It's fruity, so I'll give you that. It is fruity. Yeah. And maybe that's just because of what we started, <laughs> yeah. what we put before that. Maybe I'm getting that more now. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy it. I think, it, yeah, it definitely has a fruity flavor to it. It's not too hoppy. So it's something that's very, it's very sippable for sure. So I want to go back to you, uh, what you were originally saying about how yeah. Christians are perceived. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already made the analysis that, uh, you know, it, there are a, a good bit of Christians that are way more judgmental is called for. I mean, I'm going to take the stance that judgment isn't. I mean, the verse says 
Judge yeah. not. Judge I know not. we have it. You we know. have it pulled up here because we judge knew we not lest they be judged. We so. knew we'd get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, it's something that's very, I guess it's very close to a lot of people's tongue. <laughs> like, to, I, it's on the tip of everyone's tongue mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, I'm gonna judge you for something. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm gonna judge you for judging. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dealing with with that. The fact that Christians are perceived that way, it's not fixable. Hmm. I, I think uh I think hmm. the the proper way forward is not to try to save the Christian image in the West. It's just to pave another way. Hmm. Um pave pave the way like well, Christ's way, you know, he called yeah. himself the way. So we despite the fact that Christians um hold this this uh not even stereotype, but like it, it's so common, you know. Mm. Oh yeah. So we just have to, we just have to pave another way and 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 function as this this sort of minority group of Christians that say, hey, we reject, we reject that, we reject that. Every time it comes up, mm. I reject that. I'm not going to support that. But I don't. There's no. I don't think. There's yeah. a, I don't think there's redeeming the the evangelical image. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those where it's like, I feel like if that was ever, if that's ever a possibility, it's a very difficult possibility to the point where maybe it is pointless. Mm. Um, But I guess regardless of that, I think that's an interesting, I like the way, I like the verbiage you used of paving a new way. And I think that's kind of, it goes into, it's a very famous quote, I don't remember who said it, but it's be the change you want to see in others. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it, it's kind of what you're saying where it's like okay so if we want to see this change let's be that change so if we like okay if there's this image of that let's not be that yeah that's very blanket to throw that out yeah like that. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here wrestling with that statement yeah hmm. yeah so you kind of when I you know we always go deeper than I expect us to, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, oh, now i got to relate this to my <laughs> no, personal, to think, dang personal it. <laughs> life. I'm like, oh, I don't want to say this on a podcast. But, like, where I'm at... Here I, I, I might just say whatever comes to my head. <laughs> Almost everything that comes to my head. i got a persona to keep up, Paul. You're right. One that doesn't drink on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> No, so like I've I've kind of gone to a, an extreme to say I don't care if people call me a Christian anymore. I don't have to identify with mm. the group. It's like it's kind of ridiculous to think if I was me, if if I knew somebody like me two years ago, I'd have been like, oh, they're so stupid. They're they're following <laughs> Christ. They're yeah. a Christian. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I am a Christian. You just don't get it. I don't want to be identified with yeah. with with the evangel evangelical culture right now. And actually, I agree with you in that sense. Where I I do struggle a little bit to. Ident- when people ask me sometimes, I'll, I'll say yes. But there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't like... Because they're instantly going like to the in, comes... throw you in that box of like... Yeah. I don't like the baggage that comes with the word. judgmental and... Right. And yeah. actually that's that's happened. I remember one of the... A job I used to work at. Um, one of the one of the ladies there asked me, she's like, oh, are you a Christian? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. She's like, oh, you probably hate me then because I'm, I'm divorced. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it carries so many preconceived And it's notions. like just because I identified with a group, I was all this baggage that she's I I don't want to say baggage, but all this all this like perceived judgment that she's carrying from this group of people, she then, you know, finds a new person to put it onto and it's like, "No, I don't hate you." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. I don't hate you because of that at all. It's because you're a tail. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's exactly what happened in class today. The mm. reason I don't like talking about it is because I know the Christian kids, the the really yeah. the evangelical ones, are gonna be like, "Oh, he's one of us," and I'm like, ah. I'd rather identify with the the non-Christians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so. That's that's what it is for me. So it's like, and that's kind of where the the word Christian, Christ follower, came from. Is like you're identifying. With the person you're following, yeah, and now it's changed to you're identifying with the group of people that claim to follow this with, person, yeah, with the majority group, yeah, that. and it's like, no, I don't identify with them, <laughs> yeah, I identify with Christ, 
Yeah, we gotta we need new language, which is sad. Yeah, because Christian is good. It's such a good terminology. It's like, a it great gets, word. It gets straight to the point. It means Christ follower. Like, what? <laughs> how more? How more uh, explicit could you be? I mean, in a sense, one of the things that I've been doing is like, am I a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christ follower. When people ask, yeah, like, I say I Christ follow- follower. I'm a Christ follower. Yeah. It's like I have to. I can't use the word. I have to use the definition of the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing too. Mm. But I mean, it's not important to me that I identify as a Christian. Mm. What's What's important is that I act as if I was a yeah. Christian. You know. Yeah. Um. That's that's. I've been consumed with that idea recently. Is mm. I don't don't even have to say I'm a Christian. Just have to act like it. It's like I believe in Jesus. So if you want to call me a Christian, go ahead. Yeah. But that's up to you. Yeah, that's fair. And it, it kind of does go back into, I guess, taking it to more of a, taking a step back from that. Something you said earlier, it's like, oh, it's because these things have been so intertwined with religion and, Christ- and culture. And so because of the history of, let's say, the U.S. culture, mm-hmm. conservative Christianity has been defined by that. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're like, oh, that's what that looks like. It's like, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I really like how you said that. And here's why. You know, because I don't, I, I like how you said this is how conservative Christianity is like painted. Mm. It's like, oh, why did he say conservative here? <laughs> and then I was like, I, I use that word on purpose. I know you did. And <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad you did because it, despite the fact that I am, I do tend towards more liberal ideas mm-hmm. in Christianity and, and politics. I still want to. I still think there is a redemptive quality of conservative Christianity as well. I don't want that yeah. to go away. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think that's that's part of it. It's like there's there's things that that both sides offer. I hate, hate I hate seeing sides, but there, there's the the two ideologies. I don't even like saying that. <laughs> it's like that these two people offer. That is that is that is different, and it's that's important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's also why we're doing the podcast. Is like we're here to disagree, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah. We haven't we haven't gotten into anything too heated yet, but like <laughs> we'll get there. It's, it's true. gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean I want to just like completely dismantle you and make you a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> and on the same side, I'm I don't. I would say I I probably lean more conservative Christian, but I don't want everyone to be that either because I don't totally view myself as that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's the important thing too. Even with you mentioned like you know getting into a heated argument, I don't even want to do that. <laughs> like, let's just keep it as like we can totally disagree and still be Christians and still be friends. <laughs> okay, so well, let's. I think it'd be helpful if we kind of defined why the good and the bad of both conservatism conservatism and liberalism. And so so if we start with the extremes, conservatives at the extreme want to keep things exactly as they are. Yep. Or go back to when things were better. Mhm. And liberals want at the extreme want to tear everything down and start over. Yeah. Uh and then if as, the more you move towards towards the middle, the more you're going to find conservatives saying, "Let's you know, keep the good Mm. and more towards the middle the liberals are going to say let's replace the bad with better yeah or let's even replace the good with better Mm. and so i think we need to hold on to this conservative yeah uh, speaking as a liberal we need to hold on to this conservative idea of hold fast to what is good Mm -hmm. leave the uh, leave the rest of it behind yeah, I know. Uh, I guess the phrase I'm thinking of with that is like, is is the worst of evangelicalism? <laughs> is it so bad that the good of it can't fix what's the worst? Does that make sense? I said that mm. very poorly, but I think that's kind of the question. It kind of goes down to, in some ways, of like, how do we move forward? Is like, is it so bad that it can't be fixed by what's good of, with it? Okay, so I'll take the stance right now and just say ditch evangelicalism. That's just me. <laughs> but I have liberal tendencies. Yeah, you know? yeah that's fair. And I have, I, you know, in my, mentally I'm a DIYer. So I'm like... <laughs> Let's fix this baby We can up. fix it. <laughs> I'm Bob the Builder over here. Paul the Builder. <laughs> like, we can fix it. 
Well, and so, I mean, there's certain things in conservatism that I am judgmental about. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, I, I hope that conservative Christians can agree, let's leave the racism behind. Mm-hmm. Because they're... The stigma is is conservatives tend towards yeah. <laughs> racism. It's true. Let's just let's just read the Bible real quick. I think we can all agree <laughs> and then throw it away. Let's leave that one behind. <laughs> Doesn't fit. Right. Does not fit in the gospel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a harder one though, I think a harder one for conservatives is gonna be homophobia. Hmm. And by that I don't mean like conservatives fear gay people, but maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> You remind me of like a but, of a Bill Burr <laughs> joke. <laughs> but how do we how do how do conservatives come to a place where they're either? I mean, I would hope they'd become affirming. I, I mm. realize how difficult that is and how how much of a hurdle that is going to be. Uh, it's going to take a lot of biblical uh, uh, intellectualism, mm-hmm. and uh, conservatives are kind of swayed away from from that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but. In the very least, be as welcoming as possible. I think we mentioned this on the last mm-hmm. uh, long form episode. Like, yeah. be as welcoming as you possibly can, can despite your, you know, your disagreements in theology, right? Yeah. Um, and then, lastly, I think another the, of the big trinity of problems I see. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's maybe, only three. Maybe uh, <laughs> these are the big three. <laughs> Just let the women preach, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're starting so funny. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. No, that's funny. I just needed to get that out there. That's awesome. That's so good. (laughs) But I I get it. It it takes it takes uh I understand I don't understand the racism. I'll go ahead and throw that out there. I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In terms of Christianity. Like I realize how people can be terrible you know Mm -hmm. but like in terms of using the bible to support it (laughs) they obviously obviously haven't read it (laughs) yeah but so it's not obvious that the bible um or christianity if you look through the lens of scripture it's not obvious that that god would be affirming of uh non-straight sexualities Hmm. and it I mean, I think it takes just a little bit of study, but without any study and just reading the Bible, it's not obvious that God wants women to be preachers either. Hmm. Well, no, I want to I want to clarify that. I think the Bible is pretty obvious, you know, in the Gospels. It's just that Paul, you know, Paul writes, women can't pre- women can't teach. I don't permit women to teach. And it's like that kind of contradicts what we're reading in the Gospels. So I've got. Yeah, there's on both. those I've got a lot. Probably some of it that you wouldn't expect. But it's like those are two big topics I'd love to get into. Yeah, and so those are those are topics for a different day, but that that's just my, yeah, I, uh, that's those are your big. I'm just throwing it out. Yeah, yeah, those are the big three. Those are the uh, where where uh, probably probably the big three of oh, this is why Christians are so judgmental because yeah, because they're and that's that's yeah. how that's how it's applicable to this topic in saying that these are whether it's those three, those are the three you picked out. Yeah. Or it's others. I know it's others for other people too. Yeah. Um, those are the those are the ones where they're like, okay, I'm putting my foot down on this. You know, this thing is a bunch of a bunch of hypocrites to use to use that word. It's a bunch of hypocrites because they say they read one book, they mm-hmm. say one thing, and they do another thing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Sometimes they say one thing and they do the same thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. Um, but it goes back to this, I guess perception of moral superiority Mm -hmm. and i'm not using that to say that you know uh that everything's relative and ambiguous Mm -hmm. but using that to say like just because you believe this and you follow this doesn't mean that you're superior than somebody different yeah well i mean it just means you follow this and that person doesn't (laughs) that's all it means (laughs) yeah well and then it that's just that's not safe yeah that's not while i hold that perspective it's not a safe perspective hmm say more so basically what i'm i'm getting at here is if things aren't black and white well gray is very <laughs> scary yeah it is <laughs> cuz i don't know how much gray to get into 
Because you can get like, lost in there. When it's black and white, I know. Stay away from the black. Stay in the white. Mm-hmm. Like, stay away from chaos. Stay yeah. in the place of order. And it's like, yeah. well, when things are a lot more gray, it's like, oh, well, you're kind of throwing thrown into the mix of things. and Yeah. And that's where, that's where it gets complicated because it's like, okay, this isn't a very clear-cut issue. So we have to dive into it and look at the nuances of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like uh, oftentimes it's views views like like I hold and then views like you hold that differ with mine. We both kind of mm-hmm. – people that hold my views and people that hold your views kind of just – they're invalidating each other the whole time. <laughs> right. It's like <laughs> can't have any conversation when you're invalidating each other. Right. Right. And it's like throw the throw the throw the number two commandment in there, or I mean, hmm. first commandment, the the biggest commandment. You know, they're mixed together to me. Yeah, I mean, you you cannot love your neighbor while invalidating them. Hmm. So that means you have to 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 hmm. accept them where they are at, and and yeah. let them speak from their experience. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's huge. Uh, it it was interesting. I heard. I don't know totally what my thoughts about it. But I heard someone recently um, say, I don't know if you've heard the platinum rule. Yes. That's the Andy Stanley thing right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we know the golden rule, treat others as you'd like to be treated, which I still think is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then it the helps. platinum rule is treat others as they want to be treated. Oh, I don't think that's what Andy Stanley says. Fact checker. <laughs> Fact check me on that. That's what I heard somebody say recently. They might have misquoted it. I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember what Andy Stanley says is the platinum rule, but yeah, talk about that. So yeah, so I think that's interesting in the sense of it's. I I mean I I don't know why I brought it up because I don't totally agree with it in mm-hmm. some ways, but I would say like let's let's look at that. So how well, does yeah? Because I would I would jump in and say, do they know how they want to be treated? And that's part of it. I don't think people do a lot of times. Yeah, but we're very selfish. We know how we want people. But I think we're. I think the problem is we are over eager to assume how they should be treated at the yeah. same time. So, like, even though I say, do they know how they want to be treated? Well, that doesn't mm. mean go ahead and assume that you know how they should be yeah. treated, too. And I think where that does come in, too, like you said, I'll use, a, 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 I guess, more personal experience in that sense of I like people who are very blunt with me on things Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's like, don't beat around the bush. Be blunt about this issue. Yeah. There's other people I know and that that's, that's not true. For that everybody. will tear them apart. That will eat them alive. Yeah, yeah. I know a friend is like, if I was blunt with him, his life would be ruined. Well, like I said, on and the so person. it's like he doesn't want to be treated that way. He might not know that, but I know that from experience mm-hmm. talking to him, and I can't treat him that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, where does where's how does this tie back in? <laughs> in the sense of yeah, people, well, most time people don't want to be judged <laughs> for things. Not to say that's always a bad thing. Well, are there's never a time where 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 God gives us the authority to speak a word of condemnation. Hmm. So we have to be first. Make sure you're saying everything you say. I mean, this is obvious, but like if if you're not coming from a place of love when you offer. I guess correction. Yeah. Then don't offer that correction. Yeah. Controvers- controversial figure, <laughs> but it was something Jordan Peter- Peterson said. Oh boy. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was I thought it was very profound in the sense of people can use truth in a in a bad way, hmm. and that's that's what it really comes down to is like, yes, what you're saying could be truthful, but you're using it to hurt. And offend another person. You're not using it to love them. So I've come to this conclusion. I hear all the time from pastors, and I heard it in school a couple times. It's like we got to find that perfect balance of truth and love. <laughs> and I'm like, balance? What is this? It's not a balance beam. They are the same thing. Yeah. You cannot have one without the other. Hmm. Not in the Christian sense. They they are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. They're one and the same. I cannot tell you a truthful word and it not be loving. And I can't tell, mm-hmm. I, I can't love you without being truthful to you. And I guess a way to change the semantics of that is like what you're saying may be correct. Mm. It may be real, but it's not truth. It's not loving. Yeah. 
Yeah, speak truth and love. Mm. Yeah, just like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a huge thing to look at, too, and that kind of goes into this, where it's like, Jesus was judged for the people he spent his time with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, based on the people he spent his time with, it's like they would be, even now in, in culture, they'd be considered in some ways bad people. Well, I think that's a different topic for the day. It for, is. For another day. But, but in the sense of the judgment side of that. Yeah. Well, he, wasn't, he wasn't judging them because of who they were. He was trying to love them for who they could be. Yeah. I mean, I... I Jesus was definitely perceived uh, by by the religious types, the more mm-hmm. conservative, you know, the, the Pharisees yeah. were um, the conservative religious leaders. And, mm-hmm. you know, they thought things of him hanging out with prostitutes and tax collectors. Um, at one point, they called him a drunk and a glut- glutton. And right. it's like, <laughs> what was their evidence for that? Mm. If Jesus was, no, <laughs> he's in there turning water into wine. They're like, all right, <laughs> oh, this guy, we're gonna have issues with this one. This, it's a troublemaker here. That sounds just like our first critique. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean that that's an important thing to see. Where it's like, okay, who did he, who did he choose to spend his time with? Where did he focus his efforts in? Mm-hmm. It wasn't people who lived the same lifestyle as he did. I just, I just, just, just to throw it out there, I, I do want to make the distinction. Jesus didn't hang out with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the everybody else he hung out with because they were more sinful. Right. He he hung out with them, and this is might be a trigger word for conservatives. Because they were the marginalized people. Mm. They were the ones that were not accepted Yeah, in the religious order. Yeah. So. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that, too, because I understand the, I guess, the unspoken context of what I was, how the way I was speaking. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you bringing that back into it. Yeah. Because um, I think that that's important, too, in the sense of the message that was huge in the New Testament mm-hmm. was that this is not just for the Jew. This is for the Jew and the Gentile. Yeah. This is for everybody. Yeah. So, you know, we got we got a couple minutes to close up here. Yeah. I want you. I want to. I want to talk. I want you to say some things about um, Christians and uh, how it relates to the verse "Judge not, lest thee be judged." And then I want to kind of, kind of speak from my own experience about mm. my understanding of God as judge. Hmm. I appreciate you bringing that in. Can you can you elaborate on that question a little bit more? The first half of that. Yeah. So, one, we know that that Christians are known in the West as being more judgmental types. Mm-hmm. The question is, how do Christians? How do? I don't. I I don't like <laughs> using the language of Christian. Yeah, in, that's in this, in this context. But how how can the how can the average person love somebody else in truth that is doing something harmful without coming off as a judgmental type? Hmm. And that maybe that's that's a very difficult question on the spot, but think yeah, about it. I mean, it's a difficult answer. <laughs> it's a difficult question, difficult answer, in the sense of it's one of those where it's like, how do you approach that? I don't know. Yeah. I think it really comes down to what's your motivation? What's your heart behind it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that sounds like a really cop-out answer, but I'll use, I think I've told you this example before. So I was filming a movie with a friend mm-hmm. and um, I was playing a punk in, in the movie. And so I had a red red and black mohawk. What do you mean you were playing a punk? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not that hard. <laughs> And you could ask anyone in the hardcore scene. <laughs> um, so I've got I've got old, older siblings who are very familiar with that that type of lifestyle. Yeah. And so it was funny. I was like, oh, I can use what I know from observing them growing up on how to act and be this character, which is beneficial for me <laughs> in that role. But yeah, so I so I was a worship leader at one of my old churches. And I, so for this character, I had a red mohawk Mm -hmm. and I had a whole sleeve of tattoos on my right arm. And (laughs) 
So we were filming, and it took several months, yeah. as filming does. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to keep drawing these tattoos on, so I need to make sure that they stay as fresh as they can for consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would often wear, like, short sleeve shirts or cutoffs, you know, anything, sleeveless shirts, just so that it's like I can make sure this is safe. Yeah. So filming looks good <laughs> the whole way through. And so I was leading worship one Sunday, and that's how I looked. <laughs> I had a mohawk because that's how my hair was cut. I had a sleeve of tattoos because I needed to keep them that way. Yeah. And what was upsetting to me was, and maybe people didn't recognize me, I don't know, <laughs> but the the different kinds of looks and conversations I had with people. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was interesting because it was on both sides. People who were looking at me and like, I can't believe you're up there leading worship looking like this. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty rough. And on the other side, People going out of their way to compliment me how I looked. Yeah. And I was like, both of those are judgmental. Huh. Okay, so explain At that. least, At yeah. least that's how I perceived them. So, I perceived both so of these things. So there's a positive... It, it was... So the way I perceived it, and this is this is me. This is the way I... Ex- I guess I perceived this, this kind of, um, I guess, information <laughs> was that... Here are people looking at me judgmentally, which is like kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> First, I was like, okay, this is rough, just because I look dip. I don't fit the mold. I look a little bit different well, right like, now. It's like they're judging you for how you look, and it's like, yeah. In you're on the other side of it, like this isn't this is fake. Yeah. It's like, but what if it was real? Right. And that's part of it. That's how I felt because I'm going back into that. And like I know people who look like this. Yeah. Who it's not temporary. It's not Sharpie marker, you know? And it's like, if this is how they're being perceived, this is the how they're feeling, it's like, this is rough. Yeah. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, people are going out of their way to say, hey, I like your hairstyle. It looks awesome. Or I love the tattoos. I love the story. It's like, you don't know what this means. <laughs> but on that side of it, it's like, okay, you're going out of your way to say, I'm not a judgmental Christian. I'm not like these other people. And it's like, You've got, you're in the same, you're in the same issue and the same fault as these other people for judging me this way. You're just trying to go out of your way to judge these people by judging me. I don't know if that makes any sense. But it was like, yeah, there I'm is, a little confused. I'm not going to lie. That's fair. I, I'm still kind of confused on how I want to say it. But I was Are like, you saying that it was, it was wrong of them to compliment you? I think it was the way it, it happened. Not that they were wrong for complimenting. They were so you're they saying were only they complimenting were complimenting you because other people were speaking negatively of you. Yes. Wow. And so that I was like I felt that, and I you was don't like, think that was a positive thing. No. That you don't think you don't see it as them coming in behind this uh, judgmental person who says, "Yeah, tattoos," <laughs> and they're going, "But I really like it." I see that as as bolstering is like hey so, i'm yeah. picking you up when you've been kicked down so this is this is anecdotal this is from me okay but i know the way i perceived it in the sense of there was a level of it was like oh wow cool someone's noticing this and they're showing some kind of acceptance to it yeah but on the other side it's like you're only accepting it cuz someone rejected it it's like you don't accept it cuz you so accept they're it so they're kind of lying yes they don't actually like it they're just that's, doing that to that that's the way i felt about it that's a great way to say it Oh, I don't have a response to that. <laughs> That's fair, and so I don't. I, kinda, I don't either. I kind of agree with the heart there. Hmm. Like, and and that that's where I would say that's the important part. What is your heart behind it? What is the I love this person for this person, not for how they look. It's like sure, if they're neglected, I'm going to show them more attention, but not because of how they look, because of who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, so it's kind of like you know this person. You know, the the more judgmental type comes up and says, why are you wearing this? And then somebody else sees that they're doing that, and they're like, whoa, that's a wrong. I need mm. to come in and reassure him. Yeah. And it's like, maybe he says, he re- reassures you by coming up to you and saying, oh, I really like your tattoos. Mm. And I think your mohawk is awesome, <laughs> which is obviously a lie. <laughs> it was pretty sick, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's true. And maybe, maybe that's a problem on my side. Maybe I was judging him because of I didn't like the way it was it was spoken to me. His motivation could have been correct. Well, it seems like his motivation was to come in and reaffirm you as a human being. Hmm. So that I agree with. Yeah. So it's like, dude, ex- 
maybe he, the, he <laughs> maybe he doesn't love your tattoos and mohawk, but he loves you as an image bearer hmm. and validates your expression of that through mohawk and yeah and tattoos. And that's the important thing that you said too, where it's like, okay, how would I answer that question? Are you validating the imagers of Christ? Mm. Recognizing that no matter what someone looks like, they're an imager of Christ. Yeah. And that's that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You treat them like a person. <laughs> you treat them like, yeah. Okay. I know that's a very vague way to, for me to leave it. But... Treat them as a person. That's not bad advice. <laughs> treat them as a person who was created like, by God. Just like you tell your teenage son going on a date, treat her like a person. <laughs> but anyways let me uh respond to that and then conclude with what i want to say yeah and i want to clarify i want to i want to make my thoughts nice and concise you know Mm -hmm. of course i might exaggerate with my illustration here (laughs) as i tend to do (laughs) it's okay but it's and it's kind of going back to what I said earlier. Like, you cannot love your neighbor by invalidating them, hmm. which means you have to give them a seat at the table yeah. to express their heart and express where God has led them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the ways I've, you know, thought about, like, how sad it is, how sad it is that so many Christians have such hardened hearts hmm. and... They, you know, they think it's their mission to go out and judge those that aren't living up to their Christian standards. Yeah. And one of the things I've been, you know, one of my sayings right now is how sad is it going to be for a, I'm not going to say non-affirming Christians because I think that is, there's still some validity in that. I understand Mm. how they came to those conclusions. But Christians whose mission, you know, and here's another exaggeration. Those Christians who stand outside of churches that <laughs> I've been to non-affirming churches that have had people outside of them picketing them with mm. with just obscene things about LGBT people. Mm. It's like, dude, you're at the wrong church anyways. But anyways, <laughs> it's like, man, when you get to heaven and you see other gay people there, how how sad is that going to feel that you spent your whole life making mm. sure that they had to defend who they were and then they are standing next to you it's like why why waste your life on that stuff mm. um and so speaking of the judgment of god and i was thinking about the judgment of god all day today and i was the the song by gunger came to mind that's a little controversial he has a song called His Judgment is Love. Mm. It's like, well, that fits fits about perfect, right? <laughs> if we're going to judge anybody, it better be <laughs> a judgment of love, right? And this verse also came to mind. And it's not obvious at first, but I'll explain it. But it's 1 John 4.18, which comes shortly after. John says twice in 1 John 4 that God is love. But in 1 John 4.18, he says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. And I just think the Christian faith is not built on any fear at all. Mm. And it seems like right now it's known for its fear of Mm. those that do not look like the the clean cut Christian. Yeah. There's no place for the clean cut Christian. Uh, there's no place for those that aren't clean cut Christians in Christianity. Yeah. It's like that's. We use. I'll use the word. There's a phobia toward that. There's a phobia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'll correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe I'll summarize it this way too by saying that. You know, there's, it's not saying you're right about everything. It's not saying you're wrong about everything. 
But just because you don't look, you don't fit the mold, doesn't mean you're right or wrong. Just because you fit the mold, doesn't mean you're right or wrong. Yeah. You're there's a there's something special about a human being because you've been created in the image of God. You're an imager of Christ. You can look you can look a lot of ways. <laughs> you can think a lot of ways. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're right about everything, doesn't mean you're wrong about everything. But you're an imager of Christ. And so this <laughs> I didn't expect to get emotional about this. <laughs> I'm in a really emotional place right now. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And I, I think it's part of it and that's because we feel for these people. Because yeah. I think in a lot of ways, in some ways, we are these people in, in some ways. Yeah. Well, I recently I identify with them more than I identify with, with <laughs> yeah. what what's considered Christian today. Yeah. It's like, I think we've we've all felt we've all felt church hurt. And that happens. Yeah. Yeah. We've all felt like we've been made to not belong in the, the church, the church, uh, culture. Mm-hmm. And I just, this verse, the connotations of fear, the word they use there is judgment. It's like, mm. there is no fear of judgment mm. in love. There's no fear of judgment in God. It's just, I come back to that Gunger song. His judgment is love, hmm. and that 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 obviously has implications of what I believe about you know life after Earth. But I don't know how we can. I don't know how we can come to these judgmental conclusions as Christians and it hmm. not be rooted in love, and it frustrates me deeply. And this is something I haven't been able to work through yet hmm. because I just want to scream to everybody that's been hurt <laughs> by the church and yeah. by 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 this condemning judgment of of the of Christianity in the hmm. west I think of these people that are striving toward toward the good true and beautiful toward God and they've been barred at the door like mm. you, your type is not allowed in here. And it's like mm. no, 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 no. His judgment is love. Come in, come in, come in, yeah. and hear about this love. <laughs> yeah. How often do we preach? Come as you are, or we practice? Come as we are. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. There's no fear in love. I'm done. <laughs> let's close the tab. Do let's close it. I appreciate you. Your thoughts. I appreciate you too. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. <laughs>